Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Hey, and welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your host, Samantha Marcus, and today we'll be talking about some fantastic films like Maya the Bee 2, The Honey Games, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, Applejack, and The Little Prince, Planet Rose. But right now, I'm going to be talking to Jolene, who's from L.A. and is 13, about the new film Maya the Bee 2, The Honey Games. Welcome to the show, Jolene. Thank you for having me. No problem. So, Maya the Bee 2. I haven't seen the first one, but just from the title, I could tell it's probably about bees. But I want you to tell me a little bit more about what you thought of the film. Um, so, yeah, the film is about bees. And Maya, who is the bee, is the main character. And she has a dream of competing in the honey games. And so, um, one day, her dream comes true. It's it's able, she's able to make it come true, but it comes like at a very high price because the Empress invites her city to go to the honey games. But if they lose, they have to give up all of their honey. And if they win, they can not give up anything. So I really like this film because it had a lot of messages incorporated into it without being cheesy at all it was very inspirational and the plot was very good and it was interesting and I watched the entire thing wow that sounds fascinating I mean speaking of honey I actually just had honey about a half an hour ago on some bread (laughs) and um yeah you know everyone's getting sick it's it's cold season so I decided to have some honey and honey's actually really good and I've you know seeing that this film is about honey makes me want to go see it so I'm glad that you really enjoyed it. And you said that this film had a lot of life lessons and you just really liked it. You saw the whole thing. So I'm sure that there must have been a favorite character that you liked. I mean, Maya the Bee, I mean, she sounds like a really great character, but did you have a favorite? I think my favorite character would be Willie, who is Maya's best friend, because he, uh, I think I can... I just like his personality a lot, even though in this sense, it wasn't very beneficial to Maya. But um, even there is this other bee. um, I think her name's Violet. She was always bullying um, Maya and she was always making fun of her. And Willie always tried to see the good in people and tried to think that Violet was wasn't actually meaning to do harm and maybe she was just doing things on accident or doesn't even realize that that you know he she, Violet's making fun of her so he's always seeing the good in people and trying to be positive and even though that kind of was like bad because Violet kept attacking Maya and he didn't even see it but it's just cool that he's a character that always sees the positive in, in everyone yeah I think that's really an important quality to have I'm sure You have friends in school who are like that. I mean, I know people that are Mm -hmm. like that, seeing the positivity in everything and always to look on the good side of people. And, you know, that's something that'll make you really successful in life. So I'm glad to see that Willie's like that, even though Violet's not being so nice. So Violet needs to take some lessons away from Willie because Willie, you know, he's he sounds like a really good character. So Mm -hmm. given that these characters are just, you know, one's really nice and other one's not so nice and, you know, these characters are just, they seem to juxtapose each other really well, but 
Given that, did you have a favorite scene that these characters were in that really stuck out to you? Where you're like, wow, I totally want to watch that again. Um, I don't know if I'd want to watch it again, like the scene specifically, but like it was a very important scene to me and it was like, it was changing. It changed everything. Um, the scene where um, Violet, she cheats, right? She cheats in the games and she takes a shortcut and Willie finally like realizes like, oh my gosh, she's actually, she's actually being mean to you, Maya. And he he becomes so, so um, determined to, like, stick with Maya and help her out. And you can just see, like, the change in his emotions and the voice acting, like, that he's, he's like, shocked. And, but he's also determined to win now. He's determined to win and help Maya and kind of pay her, give back to her because he didn't believe her all this time. Yeah, I totally love those scenes where, like you were saying, there's the change in emotion and those scenes that are just so unexpected. I mean, I think that's honestly the best part of films. You're mm-hmm. listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking about some of the hottest films like Maya and the B2, The Honey Games, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, Applejack, and The Little Prince, Planet Rose. Right now, we're continuing talking to Jolene, who's telling us about Maya the B2, The Honey Games. So Jolene was just talking about one of her favorite scenes from the film, and this totally makes me want to go see this film, because this film is filled with action, it's filled with emotions, these great characters, and, you know, I have to ask this question, even though it's kind of related, but it's not related at the same time. Do you like bees? And if so, did that influence what you thought of the film? Because I personally have a fear of bees, so do you think that liking or not liking bees is going to influence what you think of the film? Um, I don't, I don't really think, I don't think it will influence you, your opinion on the movie. Like, personally, I like bees in a sense, like, I like what they do and I want to protect them. I don't want to kill them at all, but I kind of get grossed out if I look at them or, like, they come close to me because they're a bug and I just, in general, don't like creepy crawly things. But this movie, it was it was cartoon and um, I think the, the bee, like, it doesn't matter that they were a bee. Like, the fact that they were bees didn't contribute to the movie. So, for example, like, if they were ladybugs, I don't think the story would change much except, like, instead of honey, maybe, like, something else. But, yeah, I don't think it would really affect your opinion on the movie. Interesting. Yeah, I kind of, I think that that's true. I mean, you know, people have different opinions about bees, but obviously the bees in the movie, I'm sure, were super cute. Not like the bees that you see outside that are big flying bees, but, um... Yeah, I'm glad that you really enjoyed it and you want to protect bees because that's what we need to do on our planet is protect them. And I'm glad that the movie, you know, is about that. So we can see, you know, it, I'm sure it's, you know, it's definitely helpful. And I wanted to know, was there a part in the film where you just, I don't know, when you were watching it, you felt that you could really relate to it, either, you know, one of those life lessons that you were talking about? There is an ongoing theme in the movie of like even though it seems like impossible you should at least try and you never know if you're going to actually do good so I think I can relate to that because sometimes like you know you feel like 
you feel like, oh my gosh, these people are so better than me. I, why should I even try? Like, they're already gonna win. I know they're already gonna win. But like, there's no harm in trying. And even trying can like improve yourself and you can train yourself by playing with a better oppo- opponent or something like that. So that, that was an ongoing theme that I really like because I feel like that theme is really important for kids to know. Even older kids, sometimes they need to know that. So I'm really glad they incorporated that. Yeah, I think I agree with you. A lot of times competition is very influential in you know what we do. I mean, personally, I'm sure as for you too, like when you see that people are better than you, even though you might not be bothered by it, it definitely affects how you perform. And, you know, it's important mm-hmm. to remember that everybody is different from you, but I'm glad in this film, you know, all of the characters still compete and try their hardest and, you know, shouldn't let competition bring you down. And given that, I wanted to know, since you did enjoy this movie, do you think that there should be Maya the B3? Or do you think that maybe, you know, everything was already covered in this movie? Um, it, it was closed, like, there was no cliffhanger or ongoing plot that could be seen, but I would very much, I would love to see an, a Maya the B3. It, it would be great for them to have a Maya the B3 and have, like, a movie with a different theme of morals, because I feel like Maya the B2 is about, uh, mostly about believing in yourself and others and like working together like mainly with people or like bees in this sense but it would be cool if it was something maybe different about like maybe something about uh, you know something with money or like material things like a different theme that would be really cool if they did that so I would definitely see that yeah, I would see that, too. I mean, hopefully they do something like that, because, you know, if this movie was really good, they definitely should have another one. And my last question to you is, what do you think is the age and the star rating for this film? The age range would be 3 to, I would say, like, 11 years old. And then I definitely, 5 out of 5 stars is amazing. I like it. <laughs> Wow, I'm really happy to hear that, and I definitely have to go check it out right now because it is in theaters. So I just wanted to thank you so much, Jolene, for talking to me about the new film, Maya the B2, The Honey Games. Thank you for interviewing me. No problem. We're going to take a quick break. I'm Samantha Marcus, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by the Boxcar Children Surprise Island. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? 
Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn off your phone. Another movie review is coming up. Welcome back. I'm Samantha Marcus, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. We've been talking about the new film, Maya the Bee 2, The Honey Games, and we're going to continue talking about that. But we have two lovely new guests, Rohan, who's from New York City and is 13, and we also have Damon, who's from New York City and is 10. Welcome to the show, both of you. Thanks for having us. Thanks. So, Rohan, I want to ask you this question first. What did you think of the film? Because I personally haven't seen it, and I haven't seen the first one either, but the title just sounds intriguing to me, so I just want to know what you thought of it. I didn't really like it. Like, I feel like it was mostly just, like, something you see in a lot of movies that, like, like it's it's a lot like A Bug's Life. It's a lot like the Bee movie. It's a lot like a lot of things. Wow, that's actually really interesting that you didn't like it. But yeah, I can I can kind of see that because, you know, even though I haven't seen the film, I have seen A Bug's Life and I can see where you're coming from. Now, Damon, did you think that did you think the same? Did you not like it as much either because it kind of resembled other films or did you like it? Well, I I I didn't like it that much, but but it was a it was Okay, with a good story on it, stuff, but I, I thought it was a bit too predictable. You always knew it's like they're gonna survive, they're gonna survive, they're gonna survive, they're gonna survive, they're gonna win. Everyone wins in the end of most kids' movies. That's true, yeah, I bet. I could see how it's predictable. Now, Rohan, you said that this film was a lot like other movies. What in what ways do you think that it resembled other movies? Like, what would have made you like the film a little more? Um, well, I think that I feel like it. The problem isn't that like other movies, because lots of movies are like other movies, like action movies. All, they're almost all the same. Yet each one has like its own twist that makes it different. And I feel like this movie, its twist was that it didn't have a twist. It was like. It was an underdog sports story with bees. And it wasn't even specifically bees. It's just insects in general. Right. Yeah, I completely agree with you. And yeah, I I definitely need to see this film to see what you're saying. But I can definitely understand what you're saying. Because, you know, I have seen other films. And I know a lot of films are like other films. But it would be nice if it had, you know, more insects and everything. Now, Damon, you said that this was also predictable and the way that you can always know that everyone's going to, you know, win and survive and everything. Was there any part of the movie that wasn't like that? Or would you say that the whole film, you watched it from beginning to end, you knew that it was going to be predictable? Well, there was a part that, that like, maybe you would think that they would they would find a way and not get in trouble for, for things. But they, they actually got in trouble. 
Oh, wow. Can you tell us anything without giving any spoilers away? So they basically embarrassed the Empress. Oh, wow. Wow, that's actually really interesting. Yeah, that's definitely not predictable. <laughs> yeah, wow, okay. Um, well, it's good that one part of the movie at least wasn't that predictable. Now, Damon, I wanted to know, what would you say your favorite character is in this film? Because I know that there are so many of them, but there's probably one that you liked more, right? Yeah, my favorite character was Willie because he... It's funny how he just, every single part of the movie, he's just like, let me eat my pollen. But then Maya just pulls him away from the pollen, so he never gets to eat any pollen until the end of the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, I. that's actually really interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know about you, but I'm not really a pollen person. It actually causes a lot of allergies, but um, yeah, I totally see what you're saying. Now... Rohan, I wanted to know, did you originally want to see this film? Not really, no. So why is it, why, when you knew that you were going to see this film, why didn't you originally want to see it? And because, well, I'm, I'm not really a fan of movies about insects, because, like, the two main one are, ones, main three are a bee movie and, and a bug's life. I didn't like any of those films, so I didn't really expect to like this one. Well, yeah, that's interesting, and that's fair. Yeah, since you have seen other movies, I'm sure it definitely influenced what you thought about this one. You're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Today we're talking about Maya the B2, The Honey Games, My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, Applejack, and The Little Prince, Planet Rose. Right now, we're talking to Rowan and Damon about the new film, Maya the Bee 2, The Honey Games. And Rowan was just telling us about how he didn't really like this film that much because it didn't really meet his expectations. But, I mean, that's okay. We all see those movies once in a while. Now, Rohan, I wanted to know, even though you didn't particularly like this film as much as others, was there a favorite scene that you had in this film? Um, well, there was one scene... The scene that was like it wasn't as predictable and like seen before as the rest, which was where. Um, and another thing I just like was how a lot of the conflict was forced. This wasn't one of those situations. So in this scene, Maya is um, caught entering a restricted area during the games, and this is the, like the only scene where she actually gets punished and it actually affects the plot of the movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is really interesting, actually. I can't wait to see that because it definitely sounds really intriguing. And Damon, did you also have a favorite part of the film or a favorite scene or a song or just something about the film that you really liked, even though it was kind of predictable for you? Yeah, I did. That that Empress part again. I, I thought it was really funny and it completely changed that it looked, but you could tell that at, at some point, they were going to get into the Honey Games, as the movie's called, Honey Games. So, but it it wasn't, I, that scene was very funny when they embarrassed, how, how they embarrassed the Empress, and how tried to help her. Right. Yeah, that definitely sounds really funny, and really different, too. I definitely haven't seen scenes like that. And, Damon, I also want to ask you, 
Was there a part of the film that you related to at all, even though there were parts that you didn't enjoy? Like, was there one part where you thought, wow, that's really relatable? Yeah. When Willie finally got sight of food, he he ran straight forward and started gobbling it all down. Exactly what I would have done. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, food is amazing and it's essential, and there are so many different kinds of foods. So, yeah, I definitely see why you would do that. I give credit for you for doing that, because I would totally do that, too. Now, Rohan, did you see Maya the Bee 1, or did you just see this one? I only started. Okay, so I'm going to ask you anyway. I might know what your answer is, but do you think that there should be another Maya the Bee film, or do you think it should just there shouldn't be another one? I really don't think there should be another one because this is such a limited idea. Like, there's not much you can do. Like, it's just like, we have a bee, they live in bee colonies. There's other insects too. That's like all it is. Right. Yeah, I completely see. They're probably, you know, if there were to be another one, they could add a little more to the plot and make it more interesting in that way. So it's not just about, you know, bees and, you know, just the general foundations of them. So I completely agree with you both. Now, my last two questions for you both, I want to start with you, Damon, is what do you think the age rating is for this film? I think the age rating is four through seven because it, it don't, those pe- younger people would actually like predictable movies. That's why most kids' movies are, are very predictable. And, and they do... And it's more of a message for younger kids. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Four to seven sounds like a good range. I definitely am going to go see it too, even though I am not four or seven. But um, yeah, that's I, I agree with you. Now, Rohan, what would you say is the star rating for this film? I'll give it two out of five stars because the animation is good, but the story is lacking in a lot of aspects. Yeah, hopefully if they do have another one, they improve that and... You know, I can't wait to see the film anyway, even though both of you are saying really interesting things about the movie that, you know, you liked it partially, but then other reasons you didn't really like it. So I'm going to check it out anyway. If you want to, for those of you listening, if you want to check it out, Maya the B2, The Honey Games is out now. Thank you so much, Rohan and Damon, for talking about Maya the B2. Thanks for having us. We're going to take a quick break. I'm Samantha Marcus, and you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. Today's show is sponsored by the Boxcar Children's Surprise Island. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out 
at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hello and welcome to the program kids first coming attractions i'm your host keeper blakesley today we are going to be talking about the films maya the bee two the honey games we'll also be talking about my little pony friendship is magic applejack and also the little prince planet rose Right now, I'm here with the wonderful Natalia and Morgan talking about My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic. Thank you so much, YouTube, for being on the show. Let's get right into it, shall we? So, Morgan, tell us about what this DVD packet of My Little Pony has. Well, of course, it's about the one and only Applejack, my favorite pony of them all. And I absolutely love how she gets her own DVD. I mean, once again... She is just so spunky. She has that adorable southern accent. And, of course, her family is in the DVDs. So you get to learn more about them. And it's all about really how truthfulness, it conquers all, you know. And how her family is just so cute. And how they can solve many different problems. And they basically show that throughout the entire DVD. And that's what I really love about this. It sounds like an adorable package. Um, Natalia, what, what did you think about it? I enjoyed each episode because I really got to know what friendship means to each pony because in each episode, each pony has a different perspective of what friendship is to them. And each episode has a different message, which creates one important message, which is about true friendship. And that's what I really liked about each episode. Now, speaking of episodes, uh, Morgan, what would you say is your favorite episode? Oh, that's a good one. I would definitely say that one of my favorite episodes would have to be probably, well, A Leap of Faith. I love that episode because it's just simply adorable. I mean, Applejack shows her detective skills and she is simply fabulous when she's like arguing with everybody and being like, you did not tell the truth. And of course, the women flammer back in town and they're brooming trouble. And it's just hilarious how she hates them so much, but yet she's questioning them and they're like arguing back and forth. And Granny Smith is acting like she's young once again. So it's, it's like the fountain of youth in a tonic. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is a perfect episode. And I absolutely loved it so much for that reason that they brought like many qualities of books into this episode and made it with a little twist on a Pokeville. And Natalie, what did you say is your favorite episode? That is easy. It is definitely Applejack's day off because she goes to the spa with one of her best friends, Rarity, and I thought it was a very fun and little cheesy moment for them to hang out. And she had a day off of her farm work, and she got to relax. And it just reminded me of my first day at the spa with my mom, and it was just one of my favorite episodes. 
Well, it sounds like it's an absolutely adorable... Uh, My Little Pony is an adorable show already, but like the new addition of this character, Applejack, is just a great addition to the team. So, Morgan, you have reviewed some of the My Little Pony DVD packets before. How does this one compare to the other ones? So, I like how they're making new episodes by basically summing up what the ponies are about. And so they'll make one, like, a few... Um, a, few, a while ago, they made one just about Spluttershy, and now they're making one just about Applejack. And now I absolutely love that they're doing that because you get to learn more about the ponies' perspectives and what they like just by themselves, not as a group. And so I really enjoy that, and I think that this is perfect how they had just a simple episode about this one pony being this simple, simplistic, and yet wonderful, just adorable Applejack. Well, it sounds like an absolute. My Little Pony always does manage to to provide enough adorableness, but also some really fun, exhilarating, and colorful experience for the whole family to enjoy, especially for kids to enjoy. And it's great that this collection of episodes are all in one wonderful packet in a DVD collection. So if you're a big My Little Ponies fan, definitely check out that DVD and get it while you can. So add on to your My Little Pony collection. You've been listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley. Today we were talking about Maya the B2, the Honey Games. We're also going to be talking about the Little, Plin- Little Prince, Planet Rose. Right now we're going to continue our conversation with the wonderful Natalia and Morgan about My Little Pony, Friendship is Magic, Applejack. So Natalia, what would you say this DVD packet has that would... that? Why do you think people should get this DVD packet? Well, one of the best parts about this DVD packet is because it comes with Applejack's recipes. As I mentioned earlier, she does work on the farm, and she is Applejack, so she loves apples, and she's a four-hooked apple lover. So it comes with her own special recipes on how to make spiced apple cider, baked apple pies, and they're just so amazing. And I tried them, and they're just so delicious. And there's even caramel apples, which is my favorite dessert ever so that's one of the reasons why i absolutely love this dvd packet so much and morgan what do you uh anything to walk off of that did you buy any, did any of you actually make the recipe out of curiosity is it any good it is really good actually i have tried it was kind of hard for me but i actually did got a little help from my mom and we tried it out and i was actually super impressed that it was so delicious and i actually made the baked apple pie Ooh, yummy. This DVD packet is bringing people together in more ways than one. And uh, Morgan, what did you what um did you make any of the recipes out of curiosity? I have not made any of the recipes yet, but I'm going to make some with my sister. And I'm hoping that I will have a really fun time making the caramel apples because that is one of my favorite treats. And I also love baked apples and sliced apple cider. And those sound super yummy. So everybody, I think that if you do buy this book, or sorry, DVD, make sure to check out the booklet and make sure to check out the recipes. I mean, they're super fun for kids as well as adults because there's some baking involved. And then kids can be able to do the mixing and tasting. So that will be something really fun for families to join together, just like Applejack's family. So something that you can share with the fantastic Ponyville friends. Sounds absolutely lovely. Natalia, what would you say besides Applejack? I know that's so hard. Is your favorite character in the show? 
Oh, that is definitely so hard. But my favorite character, other than Applejack, has to be Spike because he's just an adorable little dragon, and his accent made me just fall in love with him, and especially his personality. And he's just a fun, vibrant little dragon. And you would think that dragons are harmful, but he was just this beautiful, out. Uh, going very good personality dragon that made me fall in love with him and he is one of the animals of i think it's pinkie pie and he he was just one of my favorite characters other than applejack and uh, morgan if you could describe this collection of episodes in three words what would they be besides amazing oh well i would have to say that it's definitely honest because Applejack is the element of honesty. So she does show that through every single episode. That's why. And then other than that, I think it's just really fun. And hmm, I'm going to combine this into one word, if that's okay. Family friendly. Family friendly. Yeah, I'll put an asterisk right there, like connect the two words. That sounds lovely. Well, that sounds like an absolutely lovely collection of episodes to put together and sounds like something that the whole family can enjoy. Um, so Morgan, what would you say parents can look forward to when giving their friends, uh, giving their children a CBD? Oh, they can definitely look forward to the animation because it's very detailed. And once again, it looks like as if you were a pony running around this wonderful city. I mean, also you will adore the way the town looks and the colorful characters bring both like kids into the fun DVDs, and then parents will love how it's so colorful and ignites their kids like fire in a way and their curiosity. And then they will also love the barn if they're out in the country or in the city because then they'll think, oh, I want to become a farmer. Um, and then the people who are out in the country, they'll be like, oh, I live like that. And then they'll just adore that factor. And then I think that it's really cute how the barn ignites that... Um, fun curiosity spark about how you can pick apples right from trees if you've ever done that or if you want to do that you can do that um on one of those websites you can look up pick apples and then you can find one of those places and then also i think that it's really cute how they just ignite so many different things with just color magnificent animation and it makes you feel as if you're just right there sitting in a scene watching everything happen as you go by Absolutely amazing. Well, thank you so much, you two, for talking about My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. Applejack, it's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to talk to you guys again. Thank you for having me. It was the best experience. <laughs> My pleasure. Well, this DVD packet is out now, so please go check it out in your many various stores to go check out My Little Pony. Friendship is magic. Applejack. You won't be disappointed with the outcome. With that said, let's take a break. I'm your host, Keeper Blakesley, in this show is Kids First Coming Attraction. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. To become a Kids First film critic, enter one of our local campaigns running throughout the year or join our national campaign this fall. We are looking for kids ages 7 to 16 who love movies, love talking about movies, and love the chance to see movies before anyone else does. 
All you need to do to enter is submit a written and videotaped review of one of our selected films and then reach out to your friends and family to vote for you. This summer, join us at one of our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps in three cities, New York, Washington, D.C., and Martha's Vineyard, where you can learn how to critique films and practice your on-camera and acting skills. Check it all out at www.kidsfirst.org. Think you have what it takes to be one of America's next film critics? Just visit kidsfirst.org for more information. Hurry, our Kids First Film Critics Boot Camps are filling up fast. Join our team of youth reporters and help us help other kids make smart decisions about the movies they choose to go see. At Kids First, we believe that smart kids make smart consumers. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. tuned in to kids first coming attractions on the voice america kids channel Shh, turn off your phone another movie review is coming up hello and welcome back to the program kids first coming attractions i'm your host keeper blakesley and this show is sponsored by the boxcar children surprise island we're going to uh, close the show today talking to the wonderful morgan about little prince Planet Rose. Thank you so much for being on the show, Morgan. Let's get right into it, shall we? So tell us a bit about what Little Prince Planet Rose is. Well, this is based off a fantastic book series. And so it basically follows the book series. And it's technically right now, this episode is about how Little Rose wants to go and find her planet. And so the Little Prince wants to go and help her. But they have to go through a vortex or a void. And so there's a lot of trouble brewing because, well, I'm not going to reveal too much, but something happens to the snake. And so they're like kind of puzzling and saying, okay, what's going to happen next? And they're like a little worried because this void is going to take away the little prince's powers. And also some friends are going to be lost because of that. Hence his notebook takes some of his friends and they get to be able to stay in the notebook while he travels. And so they're very worried why this happens. Well, it sounds like an interesting and engaging story. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, this is not the first Little Prince you've seen, right? There are, there are other multiple Little Prince. Is it like an episode? Is it like a show? Yes, it is a show. And I have seen quite a few of them. And this is why it's so engaging, because there's many stories and they all lead up to each other. For a matter of fact, they actually brought back the geographer and um, the salesman from the last two episodes and the king. So I'm very happy that they brought them back because they bring many characters. And I'm like, yay, I get to see them again because you love them so much. And you're just like so happy when you get to see an old character from another show and you get to see them once again. Now, how does this this DVD packet, the Little Prince, Planet Rose, compare to the other ones you you've talked about? I think that it's really cool because the animation is very extraordinary. Once again, it reminds me of origami and a little bit of anime. So I'm like, wow, this is extraordinary how they can do it and elevate it to be so compelling. And it really widens the age range at the same time. And then once again, the story is very compelling and complex. So also, once again, it makes older kids love it even more as well as adults. And this is something that huge age ranges will love and kids will love, adults will love, 
and just because of those factors. Well, it sounds lovely. Now, this is also has some very beautiful, colorful animation as well. So tell us a bit about the animation. I think that the animation is simply breathtaking. I mean, the colors in it are very deep and vibrant. So when you think about it, it's like a coloring book. And that's, I think, the tone that they really wanted to take with this because it is based off the book. And they were like, we want to make this as beautiful as the book was. And they really did make it exactly like that in a sense and you're just like dazzled by the way they were able to do it just by using animation and colors and the words no less the script is amazingly written well it sounds like it sounds like a great time for the whole family to enjoy many different dvd dvd packets to check out on this radio show so what made this one a bit special than the other than the other dvds well, I would definitely say that it has more characters, and I love that they brought some of the characters back. And there is a bit of a bit more surprises in this one, like the fact that something very surprising happens to um, Snake, which I'm not going to reveal. And then some turnabouts happen to the fox, and also kids will learn some things about space, like the vortex and the void. So that's something that I really do like, is that they're teaching kids at the same time of having the element of surprise. And it's something that will draw parents to the show as well as kids, because they'll be like, oh, I want to become an astronaut and go to Mars because I'm learning something from this television um, series and this movie. And they'll be like, wow, this is crazy. Sounds like very interesting. Are there any special features on this DVD? really they just have the movie but it's very cool the way that they have it i mean honestly the animation is just enough to make it really stand out what would you say is your favorite scene in this show i would definitely say one of my favorite scenes is when the little fox get knocked gets knocked off the rope and he ends up getting knocked off into another planet why is that your favorite part say that that's one of my um favorite parts because you get to learn more about that planet and this is one of the extraordinary things about this dvd um or all the dvds i should say because each planet has its own little quirks and um little things that they do on this planet so like one person on that planet will be kind of sort of silly and he'll like love roses being the king of roses that they had in the last dvd and they brought him back as a matter of fact and then in the next DVD, being this one, they'll have a planet that's very serious. And they'll have another one where it's just Rose's planet and the Little Prince's planet. And they'll all be like different planets where they extraordinarily use color and words and use many different aspects to bring that planet to life, which I really do like. Because if you think about it, kids that want to be astronauts will use that. And be like, wow, this is something that I want to do. And it will be something that will ignite that flame of learning and make them want to have fun with it and make them want to get careers doing something with space. Sounds like this show was very entertaining and, of course, educational, which is a perfect package for this DVD. So are there anything else that you that you just have to talk about that you have to get off your chest about this this show that you really like? Well, definitely the voiceovers. I mean, I really do love the voices of the show. They're very entertaining and very fun. And I love the way that they just really, really bring the characters to life. I mean, the fox, he's very quirky and silly. And then the prince, he 
it definitely shows how he has many different sides to himself. Like one wants to just get rid of the thought or sorry, the snake and wants to help his rose. And then there's another one that wants to care for his friends and help them. But he also has another side that's very like he wants to help everybody, but at the same time do it in a sweet, compassionate way. So I love how he brings that spark and light to hit that character. And then you also have the Rose, who's just always the cute little girly girl. And she's like, I want to get home. And she's just so sweet and cute. And there's also other characters that are very, also bring their characters to life. And you're just like, this is the perfect pair in a mix that was meant to be. Well, I can't wait to see more of these characters when I go check out the DVD. Thank you so much, Morgan, for talking about this show. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. And also, I would definitely say that the age range for this show would probably be anywhere from 6 to, I would say, probably 15 would be good because anybody will love this show and even adults would love it, to be honest. And I would definitely give this 5 out of 5 Magnificent Planets of the Roses. Well, perfect. Well, thank you so much, Morgan, for talking about The Little Prince, Planet Rose. You can check out this DVD packet now. Please go check it out. Go find it in your local stores. It's definitely worth a watch. With that said, thank you so much for listening to Kids First Coming Attractions. I have been your host, Keeper Blakesley. To check out our latest reviews on the newest and greatest films and television shows and books, we are che- we have our reviews uploaded on our website, kidsfirst.org. Also, check us out on YouTube uh, under Kids First. Give us a like, subscribe, and comment about your favorite films. It's always great. We love to hear your opinions. Thank you guys so much for listening to Kids First Coming Attraction. This show has been sponsored by the Box Children's Surprise Island. Until next time. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know more about which movies are playing and can make an informed decision. Tune in again next week.